uh, under the Iron Curtain in the Soviet blog and the satellites, let's say also in Czechoslovakia, you know, actually to get like blue jeans, the blue jeans was like a symbol of uh, of freedom, you know, like the, the US prosperity, the Western prosperity. And it was like very kind of expensive or, or hard to get like blue jeans, you know, you would have to, you know, we had like special kind of shops, uh, they were called like Tuzex and you would have to um, like get some, spe uh, like, uh, you know, it was like you would need to have like some hard currency or you would need to have some kind of like permission or something to even like shop there. You know, it wasn't yeah. like for, it, first of all, it was like very dif uh, expensive. And second of all, it wasn't like for everyone, you know, it was mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, and then you have like all like this gray market or black market. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, to just like now you think it's kind of silly, you know, but like even to get blue jeans, it was like very difficult. And not not only in, in, in the Soviet bloc, but let's say also I read somewhere like that also like in India or in other places, it was like, okay, blue jeans is like the symbol of prosperity. And now, uh, what Balaji means by uh, by uh, this saying that uh, the orange coin is the new blue jeans is like uh, the Bitcoin as the orange coin is now the symbol of prosperity. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tambo Desk Podcast. My name is Duke Mtambo. And the following is a conversation with Jakub Shimek, a co-founder of Azisha DAO and an author of Wisdom Enterprising. In today's episode, I'll be talking with Jakub Shimek about his article, Orange Coin is the New Blue Jeans, under the Daily uh, Balajism series. Now, dear friends, uh, here is Jakub Shimek. Jakub, thank you for joining me again today. Hi, Duke. It's great to see you. And I'm happy that we are doing this season two together. Yeah, it's always uh, my pleasure seeing you on um, Tambodis podcast. So we are going to dive uh, deep into the topic of Bitcoin and the current state of our traditional financial uh, system. I want to start with the quote from uh, Balai Silvasan, who recently said, we are all Bitcoin maximalists now. What do you think about uh, that statement? Yeah, like he he says, like he himself is not a Bitcoin maximalist, but like we are all Bitcoin maximalists now because of this threat-fi winter or this central bank crisis uh, that actually could even be uh, the fiat crisis at the end, a fiat crisis because of all uh, the, if the trend of de-dollarization continues, uh, you, you know we might all kind of. Um, uh be getting on the the bitcoin lifeboat <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, soon you know so like uh it has a potential to to get many more people into crypto and bitcoin is the flag of technology and it's also the flag of crypto you know it's like balaji mentions uh, uh people uh like regular people sometimes they ask like which bitcoin should i buy <laughs> you know bitcoin has such a strong brand uh, yeah. and it's also like it has a unique like inception story and um and a very strong passionate community <laughs> uh with some members maybe being toxic but like it, it, these times you need like uh, passionate people so uh, therefore he said this quote hmm. oh well uh that's a very interesting point um, Balaj also talked about uh, the concept of uh, 
shelling point, where, uh, which is a focal point in the game theory uh, that actors will choose to cooperate around absent, absent com communication. Do you think uh, Bitcoin can serve as a shelling point for um, the whole freedom loving left or right uh, libertarian um, and crypto movement? Yeah, I think so. It could be even conservatives, you know, because like uh, uh, some people perceive it, you know, like you have even in the US uh, elections, you had some candidates that were like for God and Bitcoin, you know. So it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, generally it's more like uh, more freedom loving or more libertarian types. Uh, uh, and uh, either more like left wing or right wing doesn't matter but it's uh, people who kind of uh, see uh, crypto as continuation of these like western ideals uh, sure but like it could be even like uh, conservatives because uh, you know it's like the, the bitcoin lifestyle it's kind of it's it's the the oldest it's the the og uh, cryptocurrency the oldest one and it's also like it's kind of like a simple a lifestyle of like saving money uh, not trusting like too complicated contracts or uh kind of uh fine yeah like not not trusting the the traditional financial institutions and kind of like doing your own research and uh even mm -hmm. like prepping maybe you know so yeah it could be conservatives as well and it's definitely also liberal in a sense of uh classical liberalism because it's continuation of uh western values so uh yeah and the sh shelling point uh it's like um uh it's a point where yeah absent information uh what is the most likely place the people would meet you know like uh, in your town in your city so well, let's say if the two people didn't have mobile phones for some reason they they both lost lost them and uh, or were, they were stolen and now they have to meet somewhere so where would they meet you know it's like the, the place they know the best or the, where the, the other person most likely would be in that city so i don't know in london it would be like a big ben or piccadilly circus or in vienna it would be like stefan's dome um you know like a, like a place where it's like a, some kind of monument that is the most known uh, and maybe you would choose like 12 o'clock in the mm -hmm. uh, in uh, yeah in the the noon noon time uh, as as a time so that that's kind of just a, like a metaphor of a shelling point and uh, yeah and for crypto and for web3 it's definitely bitcoin but even for technology it's bitcoin like if you are like technologically progressive uh, then uh, uh, then you kind of uh, understand crypto at least a little bit and uh, yeah and this is this is like the flag of technology is bitcoin as well you know yeah, i mean you know now we have like crypto winter so people are kind of cra crazy about ai and you have uh, ai summer but <laughs> it can change it there could be like uh, attempts to regulate ai centralize ai so you would have a, like a ai winter you know but so you have these kind of cycles but definitely uh, bitcoin is uh yeah the 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 flag of crypto and also the flag of uh, technology. I think I agree with you. That's a very good point uh, because Bitcoin has uh, become a rallying point for the crypto movement, and it's also starting to gain traction among people who are uh, disillusioned uh, with the traditional financial system. 
the fact that Bitcoin is uh, decentralized and uh, operates outside um, of the traditional financial system makes it a very uh, attractive option for people who are looking for a, a way out. Uh, but Balaji Silvasan also mentioned that many coins can coexist and uh, serve various purposes. What's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, uh, he says like uh, on the other side, you know, now we are all Bitcoin maximalists, you know, so because you have to unite around like one shelling point, one one uh, flag of Bitcoin uh, and get on the lifeboat, like meaning like yeah, start saving uh, and put some of your savings into into Bitcoin, you know, the, the amount you are comfortable with, uh, it could be 5%, 10% uh, of, of your income or, or wealth. Uh, it's like there, this is not a financial advice, <laughs> you know, it's for educational purposes only, but like, um, mm, yeah, something like imagine, I mean, uh, as uh, the, as the saying goes, the future is here, but it's not evenly distributed. So, like there are places where Bitcoin is used today, like let's say in Lebanon or Venezuela, you know, to 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 actually make ends meet, you know. Uh, so it's 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 for many years already, or a couple of years already, you know. So uh, and uh, as Balaji uh, also says, but it also kind of shows with some graphs, arguments, tables, um, like uh, hyperinflation or like kind of eco economic uh, catastrophe or something can happen uh, quite quickly, you know. It can be within a couple of months. Yeah. Uh, it, of course, it can also take. Uh, uh, de decades it's like that's the counter uh, counter argument is like that there is a great deal of ruin in the nation said uh, adam smith uh, but yeah but uh, another like counter argument to this counter argument is what balaji calls the digital death uh, because now we are very online and people uh, can coordinate online and uh, institutions uh like uh, silicon valley bank can uh, can and did experience uh, the digital death but even credit suisse which is like the systematically important bank also uh experienced digital death uh very recently so in this uh central bank crisis as balaji uh, says calls it so yeah i mean uh, yeah it's not only about like some kind of like ideal ideological kind of uh posture or that you you don't like traditional banks then so you have to vote with your with your wallet uh, and also with your feet maybe and you choose like a crypto friendly jurisdiction and you you buy into bitcoin but it's also like it, it will become a practical issue at the end it will or it might become a very practical issue of just like you know paying with uh bitcoin lightning you know for 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 uh, or sending money to to your your closed ones uh, if the, the the traditional banking fails you um, and the fiat system fails you you have an alternative and um, with, which is crypto in general and bitcoin uh, as a digital gold uh, in these times
yeah and so oh sorry but what Balaji means with this is like uh yeah i mean on the other side of of this transition you would also need something like a financial system so he thinks it will be like ethereum uh as the the most likely candidate and some layer twos and we here we are working with solana you know which is like a bit like uh, maybe cheaper kind of uh uh version considering the lower fees and or mm, yeah and uh and maybe more suitable for like our uh, use cases uh, than ethereum you know and so uh, especially if you are working like with i don't know student startups or with uh, in the ascending world context uh, maybe solana is more practical so like definitely uh, we we are also bitcoin maximalists now but i i, I don't think that we we will kind of completely abandon <laughs> other other cryptocurrencies <laughs> no no because uh, yeah i mean so you can call ourselves uh, poly polynomist <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As Balaji says, he's a polynomist, so he believes in many coins. Okay, well, that's a very uh, interesting point, Jakub. Uh, Balaji also talked about the idea that social media is a uh, American uh, uh, glassnose and uh, cryptocurrency is American uh, perestroika. What do you think about that? Yeah, right. So it's like uh, in the final days of the Soviet Union. Uh, I mean, they uh, they didn't know it's uh, the the final days. You know, it's like <laughs> they thought it will continue for another another thousand years or something. You know, but uh, Gorbachev he came up with these like two terms. Like Glasnost uh, was meant uh, for um, something like a reform that allows more more free speech, uh, and Perestroika would allow like freer markets. You know like more kind of like private enterprise but like these these kind of reforms actually broke the the old uh, old establishment or the soviet bloc you know because um you know it, it was kind of too fragile already and tired and like uh, economically uncompetitive and once you 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 got these reforms um and then people just wanted more of it you know they wanted more free speech and more more and freer markets and you uh, you know you then you can't stop this kind of like progress and this kind of uh, like decentralization we would say today you know so yeah so this 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 was in the 80s uh, you know and then we got the 90s and the end of the soviet uh, union and uh yeah and we got independent like countries like Czechoslovakia and then later Slovakia you know so it was um yeah it was a turbulent chaotic uh period you know uh and also it was very chaotic for Russia and Russian Federation uh but uh, um yeah and very trauma traumatizing as well you know so uh and some countries did better some countries did uh not so good or they went kind of sideways but overall uh yeah it was it was uh yeah i mean it was a difficult period but like uh many countries are much better now like estonia look like how they were even in the 90s they became like the digital <laughs> the digital state you know like a, ne a network state predecessor you know like even in you know very they were very early into the digitization and also they have uh, like uh, founders like 
uh, like the founder of Skype, you know, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, so the and uh, yeah, like even if you look at uh, like Poland, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, uh, yeah, they have there there are many like uh, skilled like software engineers there, and so yeah, I mean, it's uh, okay. So this was uh, this was in the nineties, okay, and now Balaji uh, talks about. Um, Social media as glasnost because they are actual like su- he calls it like super democracy meaning like everybody has a voice you know it's just mm-hmm. like uh, sometimes it's chaotic and it's like uh, there is a lot of noise you know and uh, or more noise than signal uh, but uh, it's actually this is how it looks like when people get their voice you know because like before uh, you had free speech but it was only uh, for people who can get a license like a media license and they you know it's just you had like three tv stations in the in the u.s back in the 1950s you, you know you had you it was just like uh prohibitively expensive uh to to run like i don't know to create your own newspaper you know now <laughs> you know you can be a kid and and run a run a blog or a youtube channel and yeah. you could be even like a coding influencer uh when you are like six year old on replit so it's like a crazy times uh and of course the old establishment and the, the elites don't like it but then you have also counter elites who who support this technological progress and technological progressivism so this this is a glasnost, uh, like more free speech thanks to social media. And uh, perestroika, uh, as Balaji says, it's the, the ca- uh, cryptocurrency is today's perestroika. So it's like, um, again, it's like uh, the, the rule of code. So it's not just the rule of law, but uh, <laughs> the, the, the rule-based order, like the number one rule of the rules-based order is that the U.S. is making the rules, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, so, but this is like uh, global and open protocols. So again, it's like a rule of code. It's not just like you can be deplatformed let's say from the dollar and your uh, your assets frozen uh, your central bank assets frozen so but this is like yeah it's a global and open uh, blockchain protocols or protocols like the internet you know is global and open so far uh, we hope uh, it for uh, to, to stay that way as long as possible and uh, so, uh, yeah, and then it actually even Balaji says that this is like the the global trade didn't start uh, or didn't happen before blockchains in, in reality, because now you can have like a really like peer to peer relationships, you know, like let's say you create a DAO uh, like on Ethereum or on Solana. And it doesn't matter uh, if you are like from India, from Kenya, from Slovakia. Uh, but you have like this global uh, it's like a global protocol like an email is a global protocol and so but because before you would go through some kind of intermediaries and some third countries so let's say you would use dollar in in a trade between two countries like two Asian countries but they would use dollar or if you like uh, Balaji uses an example if you are like a Brazilian company investing in China or Mm, or uh, I, I don't know Indonesia you would go through some another country like uh, uh, where uh, you know you would like uh, create an, some kind of special purpose vehicle for this investment so 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's something like when you wanted to invest in China, you would go through Hong Kong, you know, or if yeah. you wanted to invest in India, would go through Mauritius or something like that. So, but now you can go like truly peer to peer, or you know, many people when they are when they were starting startups, they would go through Delaware, you know, they would go through Silicon yeah. Valley, but now you can you can do it. Um, peer to peer so uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's that's what he means perestroika so i mean it's also like nice how he puts it like uh, in, in, like nice kind of uh, word, words and ideas like it's good, he's good at making memes but it's also uh, with Balaj is always like uh, supported or uh, supported with facts and with like arguments and with loads of graphs you know so mm. It's it's not just like <laughs> it's very early for crypto, you know. So some people think like, okay, this is just crazy, uh, crazy talk. But act- but actually, he uh, always when he makes an argument, he he, he comes up with some facts, uh, with some yeah. graphs to support it. So citations, yeah, yeah, citations, yeah. Okay, um, I think uh, he, uh, that's a good point. He also wrote about uh, uh, orange coin is the new blue jeans. What does that uh, mean? Yeah, okay. So, like in the Soviet Union, uh, or uh, more generally, you know, like um, uh, under the Iron Curtain in the Soviet blog and the satellites, let's say also in Czechoslovakia, you know, actually to get like blue jeans, the blue jeans was like a symbol of uh, of freedom, you know, like the the U.S. prosperity, the Western prosperity. And it was like very kind of expensive or, or hard to get like blue jeans, you know, you would have to, uh, we had like special kind of shops, uh, they were called like Tuzex and you would have to um, like get some, spe- uh, like, uh, you know, it was like you would need to have like some hard currency or you would need to have some kind of like permission or something to even like shop there, you know, it wasn't mm-hmm. like for first of all it was like very uh, expensive and second of all it wasn't like for everyone you know it was Mm -hmm. like uh yeah it's yeah and then you have like all like this gray market or black market and so uh yeah i mean to just like now you think it's kind of silly you know but like even to get blue jeans it was like very difficult and not not only in, in in the soviet blog but let's say also I read somewhere like that also like in India or in other places it was like okay blue jeans is like the symbol of prosperity and now uh what Balaji means by uh, by this saying that uh, the orange coin is the new blue jeans is like uh the bitcoin as the orange coin is now the symbol of prosperity you know like of places like let's say of places like Singapore Dubai El Salvador mm-hmm. Who are embracing uh, uh, crypto, and uh, yeah, and you have also like people who okay, they already have the blue jeans, you know, so but they are like they they see uh, and I think rightly so they they see that the crypto, as Balaji says it, the, the crypto is to the U.S. what uh, America once was to Europe, you know, like a new mm-hmm. frontier and and new opportunity to exit uh, to and it's like the the ideals of freedom financial prosperity uh some kind of independence and um yeah so are 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 met in bitcoin okay uh this these times uh, um are different from the global uh, financial crisis of 2007 
but Balaji believes that um, we are lucky that this time Satoshi gave us uh, Bitcoin as direct reaction to the previous banking system. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, the, exactly. Like uh, Satoshi in the Genesis block, you know, of Bitcoin, there was the reference to the financial crisis of 2008. So he was like, Bitcoin is not just like technological breakthrough, but it's also like social technology. Uh, so there is like the technical truth and social truth and you have a, like a spectrum and Bitcoin is somewhere in the middle, according to biology. But it's uh, it's also like ideological uh, from the very beginning. So it's like... Uh, it proposes an alternative to the financial system. It can it uh, reverses or uh, inverts premises. So it's like saving is good, deflation is good, especially like if it's even hyper deflation is good when it's like technologically driven. Uh, Self custody is good, you know. Like many things that were uh, and uh, like predictable money supply, <laughs> you know, it's it's good. So it's also ideological and it provides uh, an alternative. Like and the use case emerging here is digital gold. Um, and it, um, as Balaji talked uh, on a podcast with Robert Breedlow, uh, if uh, Bitcoin hits one million, <laughs> one million dollars, uh, then it will become a kind of de facto global government. Uh, the 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 global government nobody expected, you know. <laughs> so it's kind of like a libertarian global government uh, in a way that it's like uh, the ungovernable governor of governments, you know, because it's like. You know they would uh, they would mm. need to restrain their their budgets and actually it might help uh, with uh, a more peaceful uh, peaceful international relations and uh, societies because you now you can't print money just like to to wage some kind of like silly wars but you have to. Uh, you, you are constrained you are constrained with uh, through uh, like with bitcoin and yeah and yeah so yeah. that's like one way and then there is another jason lowry has a like kind of a similar take on this like how uh, bitcoin is also like projection of power and how basically decentralized electric grid uh, is like uh, like a like a base layer of uh, like a new type of computer and because of the the proof of work uh, people uh, and not just people but also governments will uh, like engage in power projection through bitcoin so it's like a virtual uh, abstraction or virtualization of this like let's say conflict and, and violence but it's um, virtualized and abstracted into like this kind of uh, global computer that is uh, that is bitcoin um, and also bitcoin mining so it's also another kind of viewpoint uh, there but uh, like getting back to the orange coin as being the new blue jeans, I, I think this this is kind of um, yeah yeah for more and more people it's uh, it's becoming uh, like the symbol of freedom and prosperity. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, uh, Jakub, for sharing your thoughts on these uh, important issues. It was great having um, you on our podcast today. Thank you, Duke. Uh, take care. See you soon. See you soon to uh, my brother. 
Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed listening to Mtambo Days podcast, don't forget to subscribe, give this episode a thumbs up, and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, this is Duke Mtambo, and don't forget to do good always. Thank you.